This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. Hello, I'm Joel. Hello. Today, normally we uh, normally we talk about comics, but today we're going to talk about something a little different. Uh, they may come up, but uh, we're going to be more talking about uh, the, the the music that permeated our childhoods. Uh, Joel, let me ask you a question. Uh, if you had to pick one cartoon show when you were a kid that encapsulated your childhood what would it be oh man that's rough because you know it's it's like there's the childhood i lived and then the childhood that i look back to fondly now and i got to admit i liked a lot of crap going on yeah, no, growing up the, the thing that like actually like the thing that defined you like what's the song where you're like yep I mean, it's it's hard not to say Power Rangers, technically not animated, but I mean, the second I heard that riff, and that's a common theme with a lot of the theme songs I enjoy, you gotta have a killer riff. Oh yeah, I don't know what was in the water, in the, uh, in, in the, in the musical corners of the universe, from some period of like 1984 to 1999, but let me tell you something, there were some power ballads that came out of there. Why did they rock so hard, Sal? I don't know. And I, you know, what's funny. Like I remember, uh, there was an old, uh, there was an old cartoon that you can find. It's not a traditional show. It's actually an internet show called College University. It's created by Lowbrow Studios, and they used to do a podcast, which is actually one of my first introductions to podcast. Like Ooh. around the same time as Smodcast, and uh, they talked. They they mused about the idea of. Have you ever heard? Uh, this isn't really a theme song so much as it is a theme for a movie. But Transformers, the original G1 Transformers, had an epic theme. But then their movie has an even more epic theme yeah, by a band does. called Lion. Mm. And uh, I remember just being like, in their podcast, they talk a little bit about like, you know, like, all right, we're ready to shred some metal. What are we doing here? What, what, the, what the hell is a Transformer? Because, of course, they're English. Desperately trying to make it. And they're like, okay, we would like you to sing for about 58 seconds. Yep. Uh, as And you string your hearts out. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of that. That's the thing about some of these things. Like, it, it might have just been a paycheck. It might have just been to pay the rent. But you wouldn't believe it from listening to these guys because no. they really give it their all. Exactly. And that's they a package do. I got to go get. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, while Joel is getting up, I will share my little anecdote. Uh, the theme song that permeates my childhood, the, the song, this isn't even a song that encapsulates who I was or who I am now or who I would eventually become. It's just a song that was always playing in the background. And it's a song that, not this, it, it, I don't even really like the show too much, but it was certainly the best version of this character show. And that was a show uh, called Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog mm. uh, is battling Dr. Robotnik, uh, as I believe Jaleel White portrayed Sonic the Hedgehog for, for years. But uh, this is before, of course, uh, what's it called? Uh, Eggman became his his, his major name. Because you got to be Russian with it. Yeah, but like, I, I don't know. It, it was it just, It's a song that like, I remember hearing it and being like, I've never heard anything like that in my life. Like, I never heard a power ballad like the one from The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. He can really move. He's got an He's attitude. Got an He's attitude. the fastest thing alive. And, and, like, for whatever reason, that song just, like, just stuck in my head forever. And, like, every t I, everywhere, everywhere I was, boom, blue streak speeds by. It's just stuck in my brain. And I'm like, this is destroying me. And, it is. Uh, eventually, I found uh, a kinsman, if you will. Uh, Ethan is a major fan uh major major uh fan of that show is he now i did yeah. not know that and knowing that he digs that song was like really exciting <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and what's interesting about that too is that that was an opening credit sequence that was clearly made to be an opening credit sequence so many of these other songs were set to like okay here's the footage we had we didn't have enough time to make a unique opening credits thing yep to put this song over. So we'll just take snippets from the episode and put it in there. Yeah, no, that's also a rarity. We, I mean, like, it's not, I don't think it's a topic, but it definitely is something to mention. The fact that, like, there were shows 
that we're like, we're not going to spend the extra money. We have the first six episodes done. Just just slap together a montage or a music video using those. And then there's some people who are like, no, spend it. We're making a movie yep. that is attached to the theme. Spend it now, you'll make more later. Sonic did that. Uh, but yeah, so before I move into our, like, these are epic. Not necessarily our favorites, just... just our favorite epic, the most epic ones. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, jumping into the Super Chats, uh, Lucky Lynn, not able to say to stay, but I just wanted to say I love you guys and your work. And the Static Aww. Shock theme song is the greatest superhero theme song. Oh, It's really good. Both uh, versions are really good because they did the original version. Then I think, uh, what is it, Little Bow Wow did a version of it later? I, I don't know. I, I did not uh, catch sh- sh- uh, Static until he was already over. Of course. Got a BP, got a BP superhero. <laughs> two mics, one take. Wow, two minutes in and Joel already left. Uh, yeah, he did forewarn me, though, so I was prepared. I wasn't being a dick. I was sure to get in front of this. Yeah. Taylor Petcher, the series itself is pure schlock, but the theme for the Mighty Ducks. Is that yes, it is. Excellent point, Taylor. That's the thing we're talking about here. I'm not just talking about theme songs for great shows. These are the, these are the greatest shows of all time. No, these are just themes that are really good. These are the themes that work and that rock, but don't necessarily represent how good the show is. And in fact, some shows' themes are some of my favorites, but they belong to shows I hated or just never even watched. I just like the theme song. Yeah, So indeed. Good point. It's the same for me. Yeah, ex- yeah, right? I mean, like, and, and how could it not be? I mean, like, music is, is, is for everybody, even though even mm-hmm. some of these shows are, like, garbage. You know who's a great example of that? Denver the Last Dinosaur. Yeah, he's uh, your friend and so much more. So he's a whole lot more. Denver the Last Dinosaur is such utter trash. It's the Yeah, it is. It's a horrible show. It's a terrible premise. It's such garbage and yet that theme song will be in your head forever. It's forever. an earworm. And it's like why but like and it's just because it rocks. It just rocks. So hard. It's just so good. Another show I hated but uh, but I love the theme. And by the way, Tiffany likes this show a lot. She was a big fan of it. Uh, Bonkers from the Disney Afternoon. Oh, yeah. Very, very jazzy. Very, uh, yeah. You don't get you know anything like I, them. Bonkers is literally just Roger Rabbit, but in a friggin' Bobcat. It literally is. They wanted uh, Roger Rabbit, but they couldn't have him. You could tell. Like, it's just, it's, and by the way, what a great premise. What a great sequel idea. So I want to spin out Roger Rabbit. Obviously, the guy who plays Roger Rabbit and Benny the Cab, by the way, and Biff's Mechanic in 1955 and Back to the Future 2. Uh, but that guy is not doing anything. So just let him be Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, but the idea that, like, Roger, after his adventures with Eddie Valiant, learns that, like, acting isn't as rewarding. What yeah. he really had fun doing was was solving crimes with Eddie Valiant. And so the and idea being a cop. That, the idea that Roger Rabbit quits acting and then joins the force is such a, like, that's perfect. It really is. Genius idea. Uh, and then they just gave it to Bonkers. And you know what? Bonkers enjoyed some, sur- like, he survived. He did. That show went through a lot of changes. He had two partners in that show. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Uh, Let's so, go bonkers. Totally not. Sat down and get the wall. I, I think we're going to sense a trend here with Disney when it comes to like these freaking themes. They were all so good. Like obviously you picked the Disney afternoon to be the thumbnail. And in my extensive uh, research in this essay level, by God, there was not a bad one in there. They were all really fucking strong. Yeah, no, they totally were. Uh, what, what is what's some of yours from the Disney afternoon? Oh, from the Disney afternoon. Well, I mean, I think one that's kind of slept on, but, you know, Tailspin was interesting because it had kind of a jungle-ish, reggae-ish bent to it. Oh, we, oh, Tailspin, yeah, oh, I love we, Tailspin. oh. No, it, the, the, by the way, that show is literally just a, like, character-for-character character ripoff of a movie starring the dad from Seventh Heaven called, like, sure is. Golden Monkey or something. Yep. Yep, they got away with it. YouTube it. It's a show that died. It's like four episodes or something, but like, check it out. You'll be like, oh my god, it's freaking Tailspin. He wears the same suit. He flies the same plane. Yep. He has a king. He, he has a uh, a Louis character. Yes, yes, he does. I swear to God, watch that. You'll you'll you'll, you'll be like, how many other things are just plucked from obscurity? I mean, Disney Afternoon was famous for that. Chippendale Rescue Rangers are just Magnum P.I. and Indiana Jones. Straight up. I mean, like, and by the way, that theme song, fantastic. Also a ripoff of something else. Um, I'm trying to remember what the hell it was, but there's actually, like, a straight-up song that, like, Chippendale Rescue Rangers is just that song. Really? Is it? I did not know that. But, yeah, Rescue Rangers, by the way, uh, not even going to disparage them. That was a fun show. Yes, it was. And you know what else? Awakened a lot of people 
to their uh, discovery of being interested in uh, cartoon sexy mice. Yeah, Gadget, I mean, launched a whole bunch of ships on that one. It did. This is me now. <laughs> yeah, I've decided. My perfect girl is a sexy mechanic mouse in, an, in a jumpsuit. And a Good luck with that. Edge. That's a that's a lot of fetishes all converging at once there. Good luck with that. My question is, did they know? Like, did they I wonder. know? And they were like, make her a sexy mouse. We'll get that, all the furries. Or were is that they like, cat? I mean, we got to make her sexy. I don't want to look at a, like an ugly fat mouse all the time. No. So like, you know, but uh, and then they found out like, oh, crap, we've awakened something in people. Like, did they invent furries is basically what I'm implying. I mean, same with Princess Sally from uh, Sonic Sat AM there. Is that were they voiced by the same person? Was that both Kath uh, Sosis? No, no. Um, I want to say Gadget was voiced by uh, Tress McNeil. Oh, well, she's also, sexy in her own way. Yeah. Who is also what's it called? Babs Bunny. Yes, and many other things. And many more, especially for I, drama. I, I think a lot of that is owed to their actresses just being like, ooh, you have a fun voice. Mm-hmm. You know who did know what they were doing, though? Uh, Lola Bunny's creators over at uh, uh, Space Jam. So damn intentional. Yep, they were like, no, okay, we're going to get everybody. We're going to get the Bill Murray cynics. We're going to get the Looney Tune diehards. We're going to get the sports fans, Michael Jordan. We're going to get the comedy people with uh, Danny DeVito. And we're going to get those freaky perverts over there with the Lola Bunny character. Which I don't even think that had a name yet. I think, again, like this thing doesn't have a name yet, but we know it exists. One day the internet will be big enough that it will have a name. It's true. You know, like maybe one guy worked over at Space Jam. He's like, he is a furry, and he knows what they're called. He's like, uh, hey, boss, uh, they, these people, they think uh, sexy animals. You know, uh, we got to we gotta tap into that. Oh, yeah, Mike? What are they called? Uh, for the life of me, I couldn't say. Uh, my, my cousin's brother is, uh, is, a, is, a, is one of them. Uh, but we, we, you know, we, we excommunicated him from a family. We don't know anything about him. And freelance artists everywhere were super happy because they knew they could make commissions for the rest of their life after this. Yep. I, uh, I was actually roommates with a, with a person who... Uh, was a good, like a good artist, mm. and they wound up like making ends meet by drawing like cartoon fetish porn. Yeah, and uh, yeah, more specifically like uh, cartoon characters who are like mammals, but they were laying mm. eggs. Ah, I'm so like, there's again more very specific fetishes. Very specific, but it's like I must, I have this image in my mind. I must see it through. Uh, <laughs> I will pay anything to see it. <laughs> Hey, it worked for uh, the Superman artist originally. He had a whole second career doing fetish art as well. Evidently. Uh, so jumping into the Super Chat before we move on to more wholesome things. Uh, St. <laughs> Luigia, uh, two, thank you very much. Uh, Alejandro Madrid, uh, Canta Planet was a show that was horrible, but I still catch myself humming that damn melody. It's pretty good. You know what's funny? Like, Captain and Planet, uh, a lot of people like kind of fetishize it and love it and uh, like worship it as this amazing herald of of, of brilliant children's programming. Do they? I don't think I've ever heard that. I, I think most people, people think it was corny. Captain Planet, like just straight up love it. And I I loved it. Now I think it's corny. But it's funny. I actually I liked it. Like I watched it and enjoyed it. I didn't understand that I was being like proselytized to by Ted Turner's mm-hmm. like liberal leaning concepts. But was he Ted Turner? I thought that was more like a tax write off for him, where it's like I'll I'll make the page master and I'll get the kids to read and I'll get this so they can recycle so I can be okay being an evil corporate overlord I'm myself. You, I think well no, because Turner's the one who killed SWAT cats because it was too violent. Like that's the holy right. Roland jackass. Which uh, man, SWAT cats had a pretty great riff. Cats is one of those shows where it's like you get what you pay for. Like yep. you 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 know exactly what you're in for. You're like okay, I think I think the idea is that there's these two cats. They always fly planes. And they fight big monsters. And mm-hmm. as long as that's the premise every single time I'm in, and damn, did they deliver. Boy, did they for two seasons. Yeah. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason to this episode. So, like, we could have been like, ooh, just orchestral songs that don't have lyrics. So that's Cats, true. For example, uh, the other one, of course, the biggest, the Titan, the, the the one that everyone thinks of, Batman, the animated series. Oh, still a masterpiece all this time later and on blu-ray now yeah i just saw the the, the opening credits remastered on blu-ray and they are spectacular wicked uh, I, I will say it's funny because the batman animated series the first one shirley walker but it's an adaptation of the danny elfman theme yes yes it is people forget that and it wasn't until they went over to the new batman and robin adventures that you got actually got like a pure straight up shirley walker original yeah. theme and it's really great yeah, I mean, people talk about the Batman animated series theme, and let me tell you something. That is for me like the number one greatest song of all time. But 
when you hear that Batman, the the new Batman and and, and uh, Batman Adventures with Robin, so good. Yeah, you it's, got them snare drums and everything. It's just it, it, it's this melody that's just it's it's this dance between and you can tell like part of it like Robin's infused in the song mm. too, and it's just it's just so great. But uh, the the best version of the Shirley Walker Batman in the, the animated series theme, of course, is from Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, no doubt, where they have all that uh, monkistic chanting in there, which is just them saying people's names backwards. Straight up, yeah, they're just they're just people who worked on the production. Love it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, deviled ham uh, <laughs> Salon Joel you must answer the age old question Thundercats Silverhawks or Tiger Sharks no I mean what do we like or what had the better theme yeah I gotta tell you I think Thundercats wins on all fronts it's, it's hard it looks to... awesome the opening credits well opening theme song animation is it, it's animation that animators today look at and go like I wish we could do something like that Again, they had the riff there that nah, 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 when, you know, Shira's or uh, was not Shira freaking uh, Chitari is just Chitari is jumping through there and then it hits so big and it's like, hell yeah, man, I wish the rest of the show looked as good as the opening did. Nothing looks as good as the opening to, th- to Thundercats. <laughs> they and, tricked you. And that show never lives up to the promise of that theme. You're like, yeah, no. like and the and the voice in there, Thundercats, like yeah. secret, like you're going to get in trouble for watching this show. Oh, yeah. Never, never, never hits that point. That's a shame. I do like the Silver Hawks theme. Wings of silver, souls of steel. <laughs> and then again, and then and the guy pulls out a guitar in the opening and in strums the, opening. the riff. No, I I liked the theme for Silver Hawks. Never did I enjoy the Silver Hawks. Same. Once again, it made more of a promise than the show could deliver on. Super Fancom, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Mm. Oh, mm. Never seen it. By the way, correction, it's Fox's Peter Pan and the Pirates. Because uh, they had to distinct it because of Hook that came out around the same time. But Peter Pan and the Pirates is really messed up. Tim Curry plays Captain Hook. Uh, and there's a great, there, there's so many great episodes of that. But, like, keeping him brown to make the distinction between him and the, and the, and the yeah. Disney version and everything. Uh, but, yeah, Fox, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Bucky O'Hare, great theme, terrible show. <laughs> Captain Bucky O'Hare. Is like, what even the hell is this? It, and it, Bucky O'Hare, of course, is a casualty of the, like, so you like them Ninja Turtles, huh? Yeah. How about Green Space Rabbits and other crap? We got a video gamer. Again, talk about another singer in that who was earning his money on that one when he goes into the ages from the SBACE and he's just really going for oh, it. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, like, and he had nothing to compare it to. Like, no. There, was no. there was no, like, other thing to live up to. So he's just, like, he's just making art with the crappiest derivative stuff. Uh, you got to respect that. Thundercats, Extreme Ghostbusters. Joel, what do you think of Extreme Ghostbusters? Uh, that's you the one where... Watch that shit. Uh, that's. I remember it had a hot goth girl in it. it I remember did, that yeah. much. I don't remember her name because I was not a big fan of the idea. If only I would discover later how bad the Ghostbusters could get, I would be like, oh, never mind. Apparently, Extreme Ghostbusters is great comparatively. <laughs> I also remember they never made a toy of the guy in the wheelchair. No. It's harder to make the wheelchair action figure. They made I guess Professor so. X, but like mm. you know, that took a long time. Uh, Rock and Robin Hood, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Uh, that's on my list. Hell yes. Arthur and the Knights of Justice, but an evil town. It's another great theme with a garbage show. Yes, it is. Again, another one like, hey, those Power Rangers are big, huh? Transforming heroes, huh? We can do this. Oh, yeah. And we'll save money by making it animated. Yep, they sure did. Right through the night with the, the heroes round. Oh, so good. I know. Anything with the Disney Afternoon, which we haven't even finished yet. And uh, probably, seriously, this is one of the most epic themes of all time. I love this theme to death, and I love the show. This is in honor of my wife, Tiffany, who is amazing, and she loved the show genuinely and truly growing up. Uh, Where on earth is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, yeah, both versions, the live-action game show version and the cartoon one, yeah. And then Where on Earth. Where on Earth is more epic, and also, of course, straight-up real original cartoon made a little movie. Um, the 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 uh, Rockapella yeah, yeah. For where in the world incredible unparalleled surprise uh, that's a, a series they've never tried to resurrect in any way shape or form agreed agreed uh, we got a retracted message never uh, where what the hell 
never watched the series, but Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robots theme was catchy. Oh, yeah. Watch the skies coming at you, a hero of Metal Hue. Who that into a friggin' show? I bet Frank Miller was amazed, too. He was like, I'll take check, knock yourselves out. There's nothing you can do with this show. I watched a few minutes, I'm like, really? This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, King Mopey, uh, after our time, but I'm a uh, shout out Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground oh, yeah. was terrible in every respect. <laughs> yeah, it was, but man, they, they were going to do music every episode, not just the beginning, but in every episode, Sonic and his brother and sister that we'll never see again or hear mentioned yep. in anything else, they would sing you a song, man. I'm telling you, that show, like, especially knowing that what came before it, Sonic Underground, like, if that song was the promise, uh, keep it to yourself. Uh, oh man! Speaking of which, uh, the Donkey Kong show. Remember the CGI 3D Donkey Kong show? How could I forget? Of course. I mean, like so many video game adaptations tried and I think succeeded. Donkey Kong wasn't one of them, but but man, those songs will live on forever. There's a great like uh, supercut online of all of them together. Oh, nice. And the weird part is the dude who played Donkey Kong had a really nice voice. Like he could have been like a singer. He could have been an artist, but he wasn't. The Donkey Kong show was the only thing he ever did. Wow. Uh, incidentally, you know, if you want to talk about amazing video games uh, or video game cartoon show theme songs, Earthworm Jim. Oh yeah. I'm gonna did it for the Earthworm Jim. I don't know if it lived up to the show. I did not care about Earthworm Jim or the premise, so I was like, eh, the, the song's over, click. I, I enjoyed Earthworm Jim. It's a shame his creator is such a piece of shit, apparently. No, I had no idea. That's too bad. Yeah, him and the Dilbert guy, apparently. Oh, yeah, no. Scott Adams, well, you know. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Mario themes. All of them. Oh, yeah. Do the Mario. Yeah, for me, the best one is uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, mm. which is just a straight-up crappy rap starring people yes, who have business rapping. Captain Lou Albano. Which, seriously, like, I, I actually really, like, for me, that was a great show because it was started to normalize East Coast Italians in the culture. Yeah, it kind of like, did. Because the Japanese don't know what the hell an Italian plumber is. No, they're like, of course Here's Mario, not. whatever, Luigi, okay. But, like, then they put it, then they're like, no, this is what it would actually look like. These are two miserable unemployed plumbers who live in New York in yep, their sub-basement apartment. They'll have crazy guests sometimes. You're like, Inspector Gadget would be their yes. guest. And I'm like, what the crap is happening? Rowdy Roddy Piper, which Rowdy again Piper. makes sense because the guy who was uh, Mario was a wrestler himself. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, there's there's actually, okay, so Super Mario Bros. Super Show, great intro. Then at the end, you can do the Mario with him, which is, from what uh, I can tell, nothing more than swinging your arms from side to side. From side to side. It's all it is. It's a dance anyone could do. I love it. The lyrics are amazing. It's just swing your arms from side to side. Come on, let's go. It's time to do the Mario. Like, it's just it's just him talking. It's like him, Kesha. Like, he's just sing-talking. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, there's that. And then, of course, uh, you know, then there's the Super Mario Brothers songs that came after that. Super Mario World, which is more of like, yeah. like a Jamaican theme little bit yeah they experimented a lot with different tunes didn't they yeah it's like a weird kind of like cultural invasion where they're like let's test it out here let's see if the children accept it <laughs> um and i'm trying to think of other video games oh mega man which was like here's here's america being like we could do anime here's your mega man show and it's like super fighting robot mega man mega man it's just like yep and the show was utter garbage but that theme is pretty sharp and and uh, the animation in the intro was really great it was, and they would do that classic Power Ranger thing, like, oh, how's Mega Man going to defeat the villain this week? Oh, he's going to steal his powers and use it against him? Awesome. Can't wait for that. Yep, can't wait for that part that happens every time. If every you watch the intro, you've seen every single episode of Mega Man. Mm -hmm. Kids love repetition. Yeah, they do. Uh, St. Luigi Teen Titans theme. Yes. Oh, yeah. Both the Japanese version and the English version were both pretty good. I mean, it's the same friggin' song. It's just one's in Japanese, but it's still yeah. super, like, yeah, the Puffy Amy Yumi, uh, like, group knocked it out of the park, uh, then had their own show, and disappeared. Yeah, which is which is pretty freaking weird, where it's like, yeah, this song is so good, you'll get your own show off the back of it. I remember, I remember that baffling me the, me the minute I found it. Like, I'm like, what? what? How does this translate? <laughs> it baffled me, because I'm like, wait, these two girls are real? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Heartless Fang, I always liked the Gargoyles theme, even though I didn't understand mm. the show until I got older. Dude... Heartless Fang, Gargoyles is like a favor you do for someone. Mm -hmm. Because Gargoyles not only is, has 
an incredible theme. Which oh, yeah. You cannot separate from Keith David's brilliant narration. Yeah, that works together. That's another thing. You got the lyricless openings, then you got the explain openings, where it's like, okay, now we got to explain to you the concept of the show, then some music, then yeah. the episode. Superstition and the sword ruled. Mm. Um, Keith David friggin' will always be Goliath, uh, but that show is so brilliant because it tries, not unlike the real Ghostbusters, by the way, which I don't even yeah. know if it really counts as a great theme because it's the it's the movie theme just with the show. Uh, but where they were like, let's use real myth and legend to inf and infuse that into our show. So yeah. Gargoyles is a straight up like real uh, exercise in analysis of myth and legend throughout like the, the world's sure cultures. Is. Particularly when they go to Avalon, which is when I was like, that's it for me. I'm looking for a superhero show. I don't. I don't want them on a boat solving crime. This isn't Quantum Leap with gargoyles. <laughs> Meanwhile, by the way, that was when Tiffany's like, "Oh, this is my show." Like, <laughs> Greg Wiseman always aiming high. I know. By the way, if you are looking for a great conversation about gargoyles, check out this show where me and Tiffany and Greg Wiseman talk about the show. Yeah. Incidentally, Greg Wiseman also worked on a show that would be part of the Disney Afternoon called Gummy Bears. Yes, bouncing here and there and everywhere, they are the gummy bears. Great theme, and the beginning of Gargoyles for Greg Wiseman. He works on this show, yes. he's like, everyone is an allegory for their characters in Gargoyles. Mm. Like, everyone, every gummy bear has a Gargoyle allegory. Yep. And the fact that, like, it's unabashedly a period piece, kind of like Sword and Sorcery show. It really, really is. In fact, I, I haven't watched it yet, but apparently that new DuckTales show, like, straight up references the lore of gummy bears. And it's like, yeah, that's that's real history. That actually happened. Oh, and the Sky Pirates from Tailspin show up. Oh, really? Yes, uh, Don Carnage is a villain in the new DuckTales. See, I don't understand. I, I think it sucks that they're like, let's put Don Carnage in here. Let's put Gizmo Duck in here. But Darkwing Duck was a TV show. I know, right? Well, I guess because they couldn't square the circle of, well, how is Launchpad Darkwing Duck sidekick, but also the bodyguard? <laughs> the idea is that he leaves, like, DuckTales gets canceled, and he has no job. Like, the, he just leaves them, and he goes to join Darkwing Duck. That's the show. You know, if they get a season two, they could very easily explain it. Like, maybe a dude becomes Darkwing Duck, like, actually inspired by the show or something. You know what you do? You just you just beware the gray ghost. It you make the you make Drake Mallard or whatever the character who yes. plays Darkwing Duck become Darkwing Duck. Uh, you nailed it. So send that send <laughs> that to the team. That's that's how they do it. Yeah. Tales from Island Z Johnny Quest the original theme. Yes. Also really good. The New Adventures of Johnny Quest also had a solid theme. It did. An honorable mention to Venture Brothers, which has a, a solid theme. Very funky. Uh, Tevia is, of course, going to mention Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular, Spectacular Spider-Man. There's been so many good Spider-Man themes. Obviously, Spider-Blood, Radioactive Spider-Blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the the nineteen no none of them will trump the sixties one. It's the one everyone thinks. Spider Man. It's the Spider one everyone thinks. They didn't make a orchestral version of it for the movie, of the of the spectacular Spider Man show. They no reason, yeah. Um, I love the Ramones cover of that one personally. Yeah, uh, there's a Michael Bublé version also that's not bad. Really, I, I will need to listen. Of it. Oh wow. Yeah, Spectacular's great. The 90s one has a certain je ne sais quoi about it. Mm -hmm. uh, the Spider-Man Unlimited show was kind of fun. Yeah, in its way. Very yeah. very high-tech, very futuristic. Completely it sold the world. A product of its time. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's also, of course, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends, mm -hmm. which is great. It has a narration in it. Spider-Man is Amazing Friends, Spy Iceman, and Firestar. That's it. And then... <laughs> That theme made me really excited because I was a kid growing up before any media of like motion Marvel comics. So I'm like, yeah, this is all I've got. I got the original Spider-Man show, which has its own theme, which I'm trying to remember right off the bat. Uh, it was really good. That was that, that was a funky theme. Mm -hmm. And it immediately transitioned into Spider-Man and his amazing friends, which was also great. Oh, yeah. Uh, it sucks. I'm not even going to try and <laughs> recount it, but it's it's really not good. Um yeah, Spider-Man has a lot of themes. It really all does. Of them are great. But I'd say by and large, he's batting a pretty good average. Obviously, Batman the Animated Series, epic as we talked about. 
uh the batman yeah, it was kind of gothic yeah. it tried it tried to do a thing it's pretty forgettable yep. uh beware the batman forgettable show i kind of liked the theme because again it was a hook it was short and it was really just them saying the title over and over again beware beware the bat i didn't even then, bother so, i know you didn't miss anything but i thought that was one of the it, here's the thing it's the only thing about the show i remember so there must have been something to it there you have it uh oh don't forget justice league Oh yeah, both, of both. Them. Yeah, uh, great themes, but just very, very like bombastic and uh, an epic. Exactly mm. what you're looking for. Um, yeah. Apparently, Walker didn't like those at first. She's like, "Really, you guys want to go with these? These sound like you know, like '80s hair metal covers. These sound like Asia." To which Paul Dini and Bruce Tim are like, "Yeah, that's why we like them." <laughs> yes, yes, Shirley. Okay, fine. Fine. Uh, Tevi also reminds us about Beast Wars, which, from what I can recall, is only just someone yelling Beast Wars, yep. uh, the sound effect of a lion, and then, like, some drums. Yeah. Oh, there's also I think there's also a good rift in there, like, yo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Will I Am Golden reminding us of Defenders of the Earth. Oh, yeah, Defenders of the Earth. Da, 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 da. The Phantom and... Some magician that the bar. Mandrake the magician. Mandrake, yeah. If you, uh, if you, if you, by the way, if you want to hear us talk about that for a little bit, the bard from uh, Hero Quest is uh, a guest on this show and appears in a number of ep- two or three episodes, and we talk about Defenders of the Earth for a while. I think it's in our superheroes episode. Express, I've never met the bard. He likes OSW, and I like OSW. I think right. we'd get along. <laughs> Justin Beckford, the original Yu-Gi-Oh opening though. Oh yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It was it was a thing. Some people will get it. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! did a lot of weird experimentation with music. Like, they actually commissioned a bunch of songs that they'd slip in sometimes, and they got the actors to sing, and most of them are not singers. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, you know what's an epic animated song? The Pokemon theme. Yeah, I want to be the very best, because it builds. It builds. It comes from down here, and then it just builds up. Yep. To that crescendo of, like, just yelling Pokemon and watching Pikachu just riding that dragon. And it's had multiple themes, too. I remember the original. I remember It's a Whole New World We Live In, which I think was, like, the Orange Islands theme. I forget all the other ones. You lost me. No. They changed them every couple years. Come on. Whenever they had a movie, too, they'd make a big deal to weave the new song into the movie's opening credits. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Epics OO is reminding me about this one, which I was obviously going to bring up, which is a, th- a song that I heard without the show for the longest time, then finally saw the show, and I'm like, okay, this is amazing, is the Cowboy Bebop theme. Oh, yeah, Tank. that one's really good. Uh, Tank, is it a great song? The best time to hear that song, if you're not watching Cowboy Bebop, is when you are peeling out of your own driveway. There you go. Let's get everybody in the stuff together. I believe Tank was played at my wedding. Really? During one of the, like, reveals of people. Because everybody that's, got a theme when they came that's out. That's fucking sick. And I, I was like, we were putting Tank in the wedding. That's uh, good. I, 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 would I would be remiss if I didn't mention Camp Candy? You would not, my friend. Camp Candy was a sh- was a guilty pleasure of mine as a kid, which I watched a lot of for no good reason whatsoever. Camp Candy was, uh, John Candy is a camp counselor at the end of yes. the show. And his kids do some of the voices because it was an excuse for him to hang out with his kids and make up for being a shitty dad yeah, for so many if years. Yeah, you watch interviews, they talk about how crappy it was. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Camp Candy. Terrible show, uh, really fun. It was like Salute Your Shorts, but with John Candy in it. Yeah. And the theme is just just a fun little crappy animated show. Card. It's very, like, standard. Uh, yep. But yeah, uh, just trying to get through these. Kane's World, 70 for 70. Congrats again, Mummies Alive intro. Yes, oh, yes, I put that on my list. They are the mummies. It was almost like rave music, yeah. almost. Like, you could play that there, and you could, like, smoke your cigarette yep. and look at the ground. Oh, totally. No, yeah. Tiffany watched Mummies Alive. I watched Mummies Alive. Joel watched Mummies Alive. It was on UPN. It was on a dead network for a dead show that was kind of crappy. But damn, was that theme awesome. It was, it was really solid. Like, again, it was totally a Ninja Turtles Power Ranger imitator, but I would say it was on the better side of that because they had some interesting villains and played with some fun concepts. It's a straight-up action figure commercial. Oh, yeah, absolutely, which I don't think I ever owned any of the action figures, and that's a shame. I did not, but every time I see them at ToyCon, I go, ha, and then not buy any. 
I, I got to come with you to ToyCon one of these years because you just make it sound like the best thing. Really, it's like going to the biggest garage sale you've ever been to, but they mm. only sell stuff you want. Nice. Which is like the biggest, which is like if someone sold that to me, I'd be like, how do I go? Like, how indeed? Uh, uh, I was also cherry picking the X Men show big time. Yes, again, theme. all pretty good ones. X Men theme is incredible, the one we're thinking of. But don't forget the Japanese shock. Yes, yes. Shock! It's just so fucking cool. Google, YouTube it, X Men theme, Japanese, and you will be like, where was this show? They got a completely different show, and it was epic as hell. That friggin', it's just Jim Lee art, but in anime style, and they're fighting yep. the brood and cable and strife, and you're like, where is this show? Doesn't exist. It's friggin' just the, th the song. Because they wanted the Japanese audiences to be able to relate to it more, so they made an opening that was cooler than the show. Straight up was. I love that show, but that theme promises more than that show can deliver. Boy, did, and didn't they have like two versions too? Like, there's the shout at the moon yep. version, then there's another one. Oh yeah, no, there's there's two different songs with two slightly different animation. Mm. Yeah, no, it's nuts. Uh, Alex McDade, I love the old Cartoon Network theme songs, but for some reason, the Dexter's yeah. Laboratory one will always be the one that sticks with me. It was again because it's so it's so operatic. Again, it builds up. Enter at your own peril. Yes. Pass the bolted door where impossible things can happen. Yeah, no, Dexter's Lab rocks. Uh, the theme's great. The show is solid. Uh, I always thought I was watching Samurai Jack because of the Enter at Your Own Peril. It sounds a little bit like Mako. Um, it is very much so, which is funny because they would eventually do that. I will say, uh, Card Network had a lot of great shows themes that I was not. Like, I did not like Courage the Cowardly Dog. I did not like Cow and Chicken. Uh, Literally, you beat me to Cow and Chicken. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Yeah, that, Dad was proud. He didn't care how. Theme's fine. Theme's fun. Show, not so much. Uh, Johnny and, Bravo, just him making Elvis noises. And Johnny Bravo, just... Hoo -yah, hoo! Just him yelling. Uh, also, I, I don't know if, if Johnny Bravo would survive in a Me Too world. Um, no, there was a lot about him that's a little uncomfortable now. It was kind of like, same with Pepe Le Pew, but I think the difference is, is that Johnny, he never won. He was always the loser in his own story, yeah. and occasionally he would learn lessons. Right, because, like, the idea is that Johnny is a creeper, but the women are always smarter than him. Yes, he's always getting outsmarted. But I, I don't know if there's if there's a, a world for that show anymore. No, in the modern press. Hell, I'm amazed Quagmire gets away with Quagmire stuff on Family Guy I anymore. I think it's because like we've established that Quagmire is like this, just a, practically just straight-up rapist. And also Family Guy, even though kids watch it, isn't actually directed towards them. Right, and it's just, and it's, it's, it's you know, there's nobody, no one in the show is a role model. No. Uh, Luke S681, Ben 10, and Danny Phantom. Again, little little after our times. I have heard the Danny Phantom. He's a Phantom. But yeah, I haven't haven't heard the Ben 10 ones. That's a little that. younger. Danny Phantom would have probably been one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I think so too. It's a shame Butch Hartman had to piss away a bunch of his goodwill just recently. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Ben 10, solid, neat show. I remember uh, watching it in a hotel room with someone else's wife in a very awkward and complicated story that you might have oh, heard on the live show. Oh, you told me this story, yeah. too, when we were in Toronto. And she, uh, and she in instilled upon me uh, something I'll never forget about Ben 10, which is that Ben 10 is, a, is, is government propaganda to normalize aliens in our society for when they inevitably integrate with us. Now, that was, uh, what is it? That was... Uh what is it? The old uh, old milestone guy and his wife there. That was them who were working on that. Oh, I don't. Oh, really? Dwayne McDuffie? Yes, that was Dwayne McDuffie and his wife. That was their thing originally. I don't know if they own a piece of it anymore, but apparently they developed that. Wow, that's interesting. I did not know that. I know that's crazy, right? I, again, if people want to see some newer stuff, again, I didn't leave out some of the newer stuff. Some newer themes I like. Yeah. Uh, OKKO, OK, OK Let's Be Heroes. It kind of does like a disco thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's a great one. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Craig of the Creek, I don't know if you watched that, but again, reminds me a lot of the Disney afternoon shows, actually. It hits a lot of those same uh, same notes. Great theme. It's kind of skyish, and the ending theme is kind of nice and sweet, too. And also, uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil, I thought that had a funny theme, because it was actually trying to be a theme in a day and age where most shows don't do theme songs anymore. Straight up, no, I, I actually do know the Star versus the Universe or whatever 
song, mm. and it's really addictive. I don't know if the show is, mm. but that theme is great. Um, I'll also toss this out because I just love the show, and the theme will be in my head forever, and it's the Gravity Falls theme. Oh, yeah, very creepy, very Outer Limits. Excellent. It's just a terrific theme. You, you hear Hirsch signed to deal with uh, Netflix now to make new content. I did. Good luck. We'll see if it's anywhere close to what you did before. Uh, oh, Taylor Pector, uh, the Total Drama series had a great theme. Mm, that was very, very Canadian. Yes. Uh, I've seen some of Total Drama, and I'm like, this is, this is a show. All right. I see where you're going with this. I'm not going to get caught watching it, but I hear you. The, uh, the team who does that is at Fan Expo every year. I always walk by them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a show. <laughs> Uh, Preston Bryant, I love me some of that Code Lyoko theme. Mmm, very French. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, It's a very French show that got translated into English and people like it. Okay. He's heard it in multiple languages as well. Apparently that's a... It's huge in Europe. Well, I don't know what the crap I'm even looking at. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, another cheesy one that's on the top of my list here that I have to remember. Jason the Wheel Warriors. Jason the... What? Jason the Wheel Warriors. You never heard of that one? This sounds like a Canadian kind of like I slipped and like ended up in another reality kind of situation. Again, it's another epic power ballad. It's them trying to sell you on the show and buy the toys. I think I think our friends at Toy Galaxy actually did an episode on this toy line. Oh, I did not realize that. I'm looking right at it. I've never seen this thing in my life. Oh, you gotta listen to the song, man. Again, just no no irony in that man's voice as he's singing about these wheeled warriors. That's amazing. Uh, oh, Will I Am Golden, The Defenders of the Earth, and Batman Beyond. Oh yeah, Batman Beyond, also good, also very ravey. I love that song. <laughs> so industrial, very much fits the theme of the show. Perfect. It's, it is a great theme. It gets you right into the mode for watching Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, what about some more comedy themes, too, like Animaniacs? Is that an epic cartoon theme? It's definitely one of the funniest cartoon Completely. themes I can think of. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, no, anim- everything from the Warner Brothers equivalent of the Disney afternoon, uh, Tiny Toon Adventures, uh, Animaniacs, and Freakazoid. Mm-hmm. All incredibly epic themes, all great themes, and all promising and delivering on good shows. That's a good point right there. I would even go back a little further and say, I think the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show had a very great theme that's endlessly singable. Similarly, the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries had a really great theme. Also good. Like, again, you can just start humming a couple bars of overture, curtain lights, da, 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 da. We'll hit the, the night of nights. No yeah. more rehearsing or nursing our parts. See, look, I can't stop. No, it's true. Uh, yeah, Looney, the Looney Tunes, it's in the name. They, exactly. they know how to, how, to, how to work a good tune. Yeah, it ain't tunes T-O-O-N-S. It's T-U. Uh, it's the one you'd think it would it be. Uh, and, of course, um, D- uh, Hector Esparza, uh, what about Biker Mice from Mars? Mm. Oh, <laughs> then Biker Mice. Biker Mice from Mars? I, I see your Biker Mice from Mars, and I raise you dragonflies with a Z. Well, if you're going to hit me with dragonflies, then I'll see your dragonflies and I'll raise you the Cowboys of Moon Mesa. Oh, yeah, there you go. Just Western shows in general. Brave Star, Brave why aren't Star. there more? <laughs> Brave Star, what the hell am I even looking at? Brave Star. That's, that is not an epic theme. That just sucks. No, that was the end of Filmation right there. Ooh, uh, speaking of Western themes and one you forget, The Legend of Calamity Jane that ran on Warner Brothers Saturday morning for like a week, and then they realized, oh, no, wait, there's actual murder in this show. Yep, that was a show, I think it's also Canadian. Yes, it. well, it was a French co-production with right. Canada. We get a lot of those. We got that. We got Cyber Six, which I've talked to you before. Cyber Six, a Holocaust-surviving, cross-dressing woman hero. Yeah. Who wears all latex lie. and fights Frankensteins. They showed this to kids. And again, the theme, if you watch nothing else, Sal, listen to the theme. It is so fucking good. And the opening credits that go with it, you can tell they were trying to do a Batman the Animated Series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, incidentally, I was thinking about Legend of Calamity Jane and looking at it, and it reminded me of the Highlander cartoon. Oh, God, yeah, where, hey, did you like the movie? Well, this cartoon's nothing like that. Yeah, well, that sucks. Also, uh, the Phantom 2040. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember renting that from Blockbuster back in the day. It's basically just boy Aeon Flux. Yep. Uh, but with the Phantom in it. So, like, yep. when you go to see Phantom, because, by the way, the show, I think, came out before the movie did, and... 
it's so cool and weird. And then you see the movie, and you're like, oh. That was my first exposure to The Phantom, actually, long before I saw the movie. Wow, really? Yeah. Yes, it was. Me too. And then I and then I was like watching Defenders of the Earth, and I'm like, what? What's happening? Wait, he's, he's that? You mean there's more Phantom stories than I thought? Yeah. Um, Heartless Fang, I really liked both. Okay, I'm glad we brought this up. The Iron Man and Fantastic Four themes. Mm, also about pretty solid. Okay. Iron Man was a Force Works show. Yes, it was, because it had all of his stupid friends. And it was only the Force Works characters. And you're like, what is happening? Uh, Iron Man, yes. Iron Man and Fantastic Four are, fa- are fantastic, no pun intended, because they both have terrible themes. Yep. And then in season two, they get great themes. Yeah, are we thinking of the same one where it's like, I, I am. Yeah. Just, 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 uh, just this dude yelling, I am Iron Man, as Iron Man is just in his mullet and rippling biceps, smashing a hammer on an anvil. As was the style at the time. With each strike, the the sparks illuminate a new suit that he will build from this mm-hmm. effort. So epic and great. Yep. Uh, I'm so on board for that. Fantastic great image. Four, uh, every time that I, anyone says Fantastic Four, I immediately am stuck with the theme. <laughs> Sue and just fades from sight. That's my favorite fucking line of that song because it's just, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. It just, <laughs> it's like, this show's gonna suck. <laughs> just, you're getting ready for this show to just be balls. And like, the, and the lyrics, we were just, Tiffany and I were talking about this for about three weeks because of the friggin' episode we did on the Fantastic Four. And we've just been listening to the theme and laughing about it. But, uh, there's a part in the song where they just go, these are all the powers. Like, they just go, yep. like, Reed Richards is elastic. Mm-hmm. Sue can fade from sight. Yeah, they weren't like, phoning in at all. You might as well just be like, Sue can go away. <laughs> and then Johnny is a human torch. And you're like, right on. And then the thing just loves to fight. Yeah, he does. Get the hell out of here. But then there's a moment where they say, Fantastic Four don't need no more. And then, like, the dude who's singing, like, riffs a little. And I'm like, and forever, I'm like, what the crap does he say at the middle of this song? Because it sounds weird. And I go, Tiffany, what does he say? And I play it. And she's like, I don't know what the hell he just said. I look it the up. most contested lyric. I look it up. He says, he goes, don't need no more. Then he says, that's ungrammatical. Which, by the way, says to me that Stanley wrote these lyrics. Uh, I did not know that all yeah, these years. That's ungrammatical. Then, to to add insult to injury, the end credits theme for the shitty Fantastic Four is sung by 90210 and then voice of the Human Torch, Brian Austin Green. That's right. He sung a lot in that show. He corrects the lyrics. He says, like, and you need no more, and you don't need any more, or something like that. Mm. And then says, now that's grammatical. Wow, they were tagging each other. What the crap? What what, what are we doing here? Like, (laughs) this is not the time or the place to be talking about grammar grammar in your song and your rock ballad about a cartoon show. By the way, so hated was this show that the the people who were working on Fantastic Four at the time put it into their comics and showed you, like, how shitty it was. Wow. Like, the Fantastic Four are watching the show and they're like, this show sucks. That's special. By the way, then they redeem themselves immediately with the new theme for Fantastic Four, which is a beautiful orchestral song. Mm. And the intro is a custom animated recreation of classic covers from Fantastic Four. Nice, as it should be. It's gorgeous. I love it. Uh, that, for me, is the most epic Fantastic Four theme. It's pretty good. Uh, speaking of grammar, that reminds me. wasn't a cartoon, but again, it had one of those ear hook themes that you couldn't stop singing it once you heard it. Butterfly in the sky. Hey, Rainbow, d- 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 I could fly twice as high. <laughs> yep, that'll get you forever. Well, I mean, similarly, uh, Shining Time Station slash uh, Oh yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Ghost Writer. Yes. Uh, that was there was a uh, dead Civil War slave who became a ghost <laughs> and haunted children and made them read. You know, for kids. Did you in the states? Did you guys get Wishbone or was Wishbone only a Canadian thing? No, we got Wishbone. Okay. I, I found it boring, but my sister, who's several years younger than me, loved it. I hate to say that's how I was exposed to a lot of literature with this tiny little dog dressing up in costumes and doing it. Uh, like it beats, like it, it it beats it being a cart like a like a puppet or something. That's cool. Yeah, that's true. 
um, what was it? Uh, uh, NBRS Dipper reminding us of the original Pokemon song. Yes, it's it's it unparalleled. Taylor Pester, what about Wildcats? They're heroes, not zeros. Yeah, Wildcats. Yeah, which is just Wildcats over and over again. Yeah, I like to imagine that's uh, that's Jim Lee's ringtone. <laughs> I hope All these so. years later. I'm going to have to ask Jason about that. I really, really hope so, though. Oop, my phone's ringing, everyone. Remember Wildcats? They're back. And I remember they were working on it. I don't even know if they even made a Youngblood cartoon. I don't know if there's actually... There's test footage you can find. Yeah. Because I imagine that the Youngblood cartoon show uh, would have had the worst theme. Oh, yeah. That and Aliens, there's test footage of for cartoons that never got made. But reminds me, Men in Black had an awesome theme. Yes, it did. Straight up, it did. It, Men in Black is the best Men in Black sequel ever made. Yes, it is. The, the movie should have stopped. Yeah. It was totally the best. Had better villains, had better everything. Yeah. NBR as Dipper, Digimon first season. That was a pretty good one. I actually like some of the ones they do later. I don't know if it's Frontier or which one it is, but I actually thought it was pretty good because they go for like this weird kind of tribal <laughs> drum thing yeah. that's like really interesting. And I'm like, oh, this is this is kind of interesting for a Digimon show. Right? Super Fancom Netflix version of Carmen Sandiego is coming in 2019. Oh, shit. I'll take it. Uh, terrible yeah. Thunder Lizards. Terrible Thunder Lizards. Again, trying to have a riff. From the Eek the Cat era. That's right. Those shows were together, and then they broke them up, as was the case back in those days. Totally. And uh, for the lull, Stanley Stripperella. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember Stanley Stripperella. I didn't get to watch it. As you can imagine, I was not young. I was not old enough to watch it. Uh, but maybe Bryant, that was for the best. <laughs> I think so. Preston Bryant, have we mentioned Doug yet? Nope. Do, 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 do. That's basically great, it. Uh, great show that died when Disney bought it, like so many other things. Yeah. Will I Am Golden Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty good one, too. Paul Dini cut his teeth on that yeah. show. Uh, Mr. Roboto, The Defenders of the Earth, and The Bionic Six. Bionic, Bionic Six, we are a family and a ripoff of the Fantastic Four as well. <laughs> we have no thing. quality. It does not work for me. Luke S six eight one, another white great one. One Punch Man theme. I don't, mm. I don't want. I haven't watched that yet. I keep passing it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, am I gonna watch this this week? Eh, I can keep going. Nope. Uh, Algae try. Congrats on seventy thousand. Thank you so much. We hit seventy thousand subscribers, by the way. Uh, can't watch, but shout out to the amazing people that is the population. Yes, everyone who watches the show, everybody who subscribes to here. Amazing, incredible people. The best audience Hell online. Yeah. Uh, Kane's World, Dragon Ball Z, the American dubbed opening theme. We had to get to that at some point. Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon. It never got better than Rock the Dragon. And they were so smart, they created an opening credit scene, not by taking footage from episodes. No, they took them from the movies. They took the best, most amazing scenes from the movies, and you would never see them in the show. Yep, you just thought, like, oh, this is going to be cool. Nope. <laughs> we're going to power up for 20 episodes. Yeah. Uh, as far as our own epic themes that belong to cartoon shows, we got to wrap it up pretty soon. But, Joel, how, how about some of your toppers? Some of the ones that are like we didn't talk about that are just like we can't leave without talking about these guys. Uh, I, we actually went through pretty much the entirety of my list, if you can okay. believe it. I think I think the only one I didn't actually cover was, and again, and this was in the funny ones, and I know you mentioned this one before, Heathcliff had a surprisingly all right Straight theme. Straight up, Heathcliff was a, had a great theme and it was the worst thing ever. Mm. The best Your thing work. about Heathcliff was not Heathcliff. It was like the other yep. guys, the alley cats or whatever. I liked, I liked the Heathcliff theme way more than I liked the Garfield and Friends theme. Oh, no. Oh, no. Garfield and Friends trumps all. I love Garfield and Friends. Heathcliff. Friends are there. No, not that one. The one that everybody likes. The later oh, one. Right, of course. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, not... Garfield and Friends. And then the one where it's just like, uh, we're ready to party. Yeah, Garfield and Friends. No, that... The, the, the first one you're talking about, I remember catching Garfield and Friends either on YouTube or Netflix. Right. And, yeah, no, that, that theme sucks. <laughs> no. That was the one I was thinking but of. they fixed it. Again, we should do a, there's no way we're going to do a topic about that. But it's like where, okay, somebody else do another show where it's like the topic is theme songs that got fixed. That got better later, yeah. Because Garfield and Friends freaking rocks. That Heathcliff song, right out of the gate, nailed it. It's, it's again, it's so catchy and such an earworm. Yep, it's completely catchy and it, it it's horrible. Yep. Because Heathcliff sucks. 
Yep. Uh, Tales from Island Z, Thundar the Barbarian and Dungeons and Dragons? I don't remember Thundar. I do remember Thundar. I do recall the theme is great. I didn't watch a lot of it. Yeah. Um, before we go, I gotta mention a couple other things. Ultra Force for fun, because Ultra Force, Ultra is just Force. yelling and terrible, and then just Ultra Force. Just so perfectly '90s encapsulated. Ultra Force. Just someone yelling at me about extreme things. Watch my show. Okay, I guess. Uh oh, crap. Uh, what's the other one? I was thinking of Pinking in the Brain. Oh yeah, again another really funny one. Another Warner Brothers just killing it. Yep, and decidedly epic i never watched rocket power but i did enjoy the theme because again i think it was just a song yes i know exactly what you're talking about same with uh what is it megas xlr living here in jersey fighting villains from afar yes, i watched some of megas xlr just because it was a jersey centric show yeah very knew the creators like i think they went to my comic book store oh shit for real oh yeah I, I love that show because it's all about a big funny dude who gets to live his dreams by flying a giant robot yeah so it's basically just Big Hero 6, the movie. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, ooh, another epic theme from, the, from like, our childhood that was uh, definitely from animation, Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah, Fighting Evil by... Uh, by was Daylight it? or Winning Love Winning by Moonlight. Lo- I don't remember Mo- there you go, it. that's the one, you it's nailed Moon, it. It's, it's Fighting Evil by Daylight, Winning Love by... Mo- I don't remember what the I always was. mix up which... Well, when do you do what, Serena? It's so hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently, if you ever go out or know anybody who is a big Sailor Moon fan, all the names are wrong. Darian, Serena, Melvin, it's all fake. It's all bull. I, I, I remember watching uh, the episode Tiff did on the Sailor Moon manga. And even though I wasn't in the episode, I just imagined myself. I'm like, don't you mean Darian? Don't you mean <laughs> the dubs? And I'm like, oh, Tiff would have asked me to leave. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> Get the uh, hell out of here with your dubs. Yeah. We mentioned the show. We didn't mention the theme, Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah, again, let's get dangerous. A promise that the show made and kept. I don't know if it delivers, but it is like Darkwing does put himself into danger quite often. Yes, he does. Uh, Just looking at a couple other epic songs. Here's a show that's like, again, things that would never exist today. You'll never get it out unless there's a Kickstarter for it. Mm. But for some reason in the 90s, they were like, yeah, I didn't watch it. Here you go. There's an Attack of the Killer Tomatoes cartoon show. Yes, that's right. And there's a Toxic Avenger cartoon show. They played, what is it, the Attack of the Killer Tomato one, like, on Fox before the good cartoon started. I always knew I was up too early when they were playing that and Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Yes, you are totally right about that. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, epic theme, terrible show. Uh, Weird also, like, worked on, like, anyway. Uh, But Toxic Crusaders. Toxic Cruise says, man, that was such a such a beautiful time in culture when R-rated movies that only adults could see would be turned into cartoons for children. And there was a RoboCop show. Yes, there was. There was multiple show. RoboCop shows. Uh, as Mr. Roboto reminds us, Skeleton Warriors was totally metal. Yeah, Skeleton Warriors. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, oh, Beetlejuice got a show. Yes, he did. I like that the theme bad too. Guy. And like, yes, he is. Can we make him a good guy, though? He's funny. Yeah, well, well, what if he's just friends with Lydia and they get into wacky shenanigans in the afterlife? I don't think that's how the movie went. Why don't we throw out the rape undercurrent? And- <laughs> Same with Godzilla, too, where it's like, hey, remember Godzilla in that American one? He was the bad guy. Well, what if we just throw that all away and actually try and have something closer to the actual kaiju movies we like? Yeah. Uh, we forgot about DuckTales. Oh, woohoo. Which is great uh, and epic. It's for people like some of the greatest theme song of all time. I don't know if I agree, but I think it's great. Uh, Raphael Lanier, Lanier, just helping us out. Thank you very much, sir. I'm surprised uh, we haven't talked about any of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yet. And that's where we're going, the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles had uh, the best theme, and then the... And then they were live action, and we'll never speak of it again. <laughs> uh, but then they had another show in 2003. Yes. And that theme grew on same. Like, I watched it for the first, and they're just like, and I thought it was so dumb. Mm. Like, just count it off and. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the three, two, one, turtles got it all. Yeah, and then, like, how they changed the lyrics be- for, to, to reflect the plot of the, of the, of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, neat idea, better show. Like, ultimately, I think 2003 Turtles was a better 
more fun or more cool version of the turtles in terms of show for a lot of people it was their first exposure and that's the thing it's i don't blame you if you'd missed out on the 1984 cartoon show right which is hard to go back now it's hard to work back in time and watch those now with fresh eyes so to that show when i was a kid and let me tell you something i can't watch it ever again Mm. because it'll destroy it yeah, that's true. which man. I loved the Spider-Man animated series. Then when I started working with you, you're like, hey, Julie, you know, he never punches anyone. They're on Netflix. I'm going to watch. Oh, my God. He never punched anybody. My childhood memories are wrong. Yeah. Then you start noticing all the reused animation. You're like, ah, stop. Oh, oh, I see what you were trying to do. Incorporating 3D animation for the swinging into traditional animation. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and we did mention Ghostbusters. Yes. I should mention also that there was another theme that was pretty fun even though the show was 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 inferior. Uh, Filmation's Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just go, go, Ghostbusters. It just sucks. It's, <laughs> it's fun to listen to. It's a terrible show. It You'll remember it. Filmation that was wrong. Uh, oh, you know who had a better theme than its predecessor? She-Ra. Yeah, that's true. She-Ra, She-Ra. Just She-Ra's a... She-Ra's a cooler than He-Man. It's true. She wasn't as much of a goof. She didn't have a stupid haircut, and her uh, her her villain lineup was scarier. Like Skeletor was a badass, but Hordak Wait, was scary. Skeletor was a buffoon who yeah. constantly was always defeated by his own incompetence. Hordak is an actual threat. Yeah, uh, I've probably said this before on the show, but girls' cartoons in general, the quote-unquote girls' cartoons, actually did have scarier villains. Yeah, well, because they know uh, they know how scary it is being a woman. Yeah, I guess so. They, they, they knew it. like this. Uh, I will say, um, and also Swiftwind had its dignity, unlike uh, yes. Cringer. It was just, just a big, big pussy. Friggin' Cringer. It's in his name. I know. Uh, and uh, Cornholio. <laughs> nice. 174. Samurai Jack and Captain Planet are great. I agree. I should also talk, point out, because I'll never, like, I love this theme, even though it's n- barely a theme song. The Beavis and Budded theme song. Yeah, it's it's so recognizable. It doesn't matter where you are. You're going to know what it is. Plays, I sit down. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to watch this. Um, it, it takes me back to that time. We should do an epi- We should do a show because this is going to lead me into like the Max, which had a great theme, which was just like a guitar yeah. riff and Mr. Gone talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, just how many image and independent or just independent comic book cartoon shows existed. That's true. Even the ones that didn't get made. I think you and I both uh, follow, what is it, the uh, Dorkin guy yeah. on Twitter who did, uh, what is it, uh, Elginville? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was that was an animated pilot for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember watching that pilot for the Elginville Club, and I'm like, wow, what a horrible, uh, dark representation of nerds when I first saw it when it was new. Now I watch it now, and I'm like, nope, Dorkin totally got it. These are way too many of the bad nerds. He actually predicted the future. Actually, I run into so many of these guys on Twitter. He may have been right. I'll have to go check it out. I haven't actually seen that, so. You would you would be very interested. But basically, it's the first issue of his comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Turned into animation, yeah. Um, and Goodman 13, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, one of the best. I thought that theme sucked. How did that one go again? Always we will fight as one. As one. And we'll never come undone. The show is the Justice League Unlimited of the Marvel Universe. It'll never be, it'll never be topped because Disney doesn't give a fuck. No, because they don't want to make for all ages anymore. It's just let's let's get this children money. But I was, uh, I was at New York Comic Con when they debuted the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes show. And I was like, and they just, and all they had was animation stills and the theme. And I was nice. Like, this theme is really terrible, <laughs> and uh, and it was so terrible that like every season or every like half season they made it shorter. I think it's very it's very indicative of musical styles at that time. Where it's like, what was cool at the moment? Yeah, uh, I will say it is. It, it, I have a soft spot for it because the show is so good. That's true. Um, in fact, I tossed this out on Twitter a while back, but like Marvel needs to make a, a, a cinematic universe with their animation mm-hmm. where it's literally just direct to v, to, uh, to d- digital animated movies done by their studios using the Avengers vs. Mightiest Heroes as like the, the creative team behind it. It'd be great. 
and it's just like get the same voice actors to play all the characters at like at all times. It's it's so maddening because it's like, hey Disney, aren't you an animation company? Don't you own all these Marvel properties? Yeah, don't don't didn't you make your bones making cartoons? Never heard of them. Why are you so bad at this? I I didn't watch Marvel Uprising. I saw a clip of it that made me chuckle. I don't know if it actually lives up to that mm, clip. I saw a clip as well, and I was like, eh, the animation looks as good as a as a current DC animated movie. Yeah, that's the sh- that's the really hard part. Is it? No one's putting money into TV animation, or not traditional TV animation yeah. anymore. Mm. And Marvel's doing something with uh. There's something coming out, with uh with where it's literally just the same terrible animation as the Spider-Man show they made. Mm, that it's one like, looked really cheap. It looks really cheap. Like, at least Spectacular had a style they were going for. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, and I forgave any, like, glaring errors because it was just a fun, good show. Yeah, where they knew their shit, and again, Wiseman had a story to tell. What, uh, what did you think of that uh, Star Wars Resistance thing? That's what looks like that fucking Spider-Man show. It looks like garbage. Well, it's CGI is the thing, and they're going for a... I think the thing is they had a color palette for Rebels and Clone Wars, and they had gotten really good at that color palette by the end of those two shows, but then they're like, nah, make it brighter and more kid-friendly. Yeah, but our lighting engines, though. Yeah, it looks really cheap. <laughs> for me. I, I I think it looks really cheap. I have high hopes because it's Filoni doing it, and he's worked on all the Star Wars shows up until now, and he, he occupies a good corner of the Star Wars universe for me. Well, I hope it's good. Same. Uh, you know, we'll see. There's plus, there's so plus, many hey, other shows we could have gone into, and there's just no time. It's true. It's there's true. No it's, time. It's, we didn't even talk. We didn't talk about SpongeBob or Dave the Barbarian or Muppets Show or the Muppet Babies or oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know the Noozles and Alvin the Chipmunks, Fraggle Rock, Muppets Operating Robots. <laughs> 